0: summer well let's bring in david leggett cricket writer for the nz herald hey dave you were at the ground of course uh, over the course of the five days let's start with ish Sody. has he played his way into the test team for forever and ever now no uh in a word in a word kent uh and that's very unfortunate because i uh I'm a, I'm a big fan of the guy you've got to remember um the, the ball didn't really go his way in this test and by that i mean Um, He bowled 16 overs in the whole game, um, which isn't a hell of a lot. Um, Things just didn't really roll his way. So when it comes to the next time they're picking a test team, which will be about September from memory, um, what are they going to think about? They're going to think about his bowling first of all, which is good, no question about that. They're not going to think about, oh, this guy made a half century, saved a success. Boy, you'd better have him in this team for his, for his batting or for his, or for his bowling on the strength of that. But um, he certainly should be in the touring team if you go into the UAE, in, in my book anyway. It's just an unfortunate situation where you have very few opportunities in New Zealand to play two spinners in a home test. Santner is obviously their preferred guy. Now that he's injured, things have become a little bit interesting. You did write what you say about Astle. He did well in Auckland. Um, but I'd have Sodi there. I, I like him. I like his spirit. And uh, it's just a shame that he sort of seems to be a face that they call in for tests, sort of when they need to. If you follow. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, when was the last time our bowling stocks were this deep? Because it feels to me that if I'm a selector, I've got a a, a cupboard that is plentiful with bowlers. Somebody put a um an, a question through on our um on our blog yesterday. I think it was, might have been the day before. You know, why isn't Cougaline? Um, in the mix for the for the test squad, and that obviously was in the back of um, of uh, trimming CD the other day at um, where was it in Hamilton or Napier or somewhere, um, and it sort of got me thinking. If you if you do I mean, them straight off the top of my head in no particular order, if you say uh, Bolt, Southey, Wagner, Henry, Bracewell, there's five for a start. Throw in Cougarline, there's six. And I've probably forgotten somebody pretty Fer- worthy there Ferguson, as well. Ferguson? Can I Ferguson say? 7, yeah. there you go. Absolutely. So that's pretty good. It's been a long time since I've had that much debt. And I, in fact, it's interesting you, you raise that question because I was thinking just before about guys who have sort of done something this summer and I thought about Matt Henry, who he only played one test at Wellington against the Windies. First innings, he was a wee bit rusty. Second innings, he got three for 40-odd from memory. Gouled really well. And you sort of forget this is a guy who's never let the, uh, the national side down and he's had limited opportunities. And I think that points to the fact that we do have decent depth. So if the, if the um, first choices are not firing, you do now feel you've got somebody you can bring in and not make it a bit of a punt, will he or won't he, sort of fire up. So I think they're in pretty good shape. And you talk about the spinners, Santner, when he comes back, you're Saudi, you've got Sody, you've got Estle. Uh, it's all looking pretty good on that front. The other part, though, is to have a look at this, and I kind of mentioned it in my season review, that the batting order still had to be saved by the rear guard a little too often, probably. I mean, it was great that they could. Santa was heroic at times, um, you know, a couple of times, Mm -hmm. actually, with big ones there for Mm -hmm. us as well. Just recently, too, apart from Williamson and Taylor, um, that rest of that batting lineup, what's your feelings on that? It is a wee issue there. I mean, I thought that when Henry Nichols got his hundred at Eden Park, which was re- a really good hundred, by the way, um, I thought well, this could be the turning of a corner for him. And then he goes and gets uh, what was it, a blob and and a very poor shot to get out yesterday when he really needed to dig in. So it's a it's a it's an odd one. We don't and, and number six. Well, B J Watling's there, and I think he's he, he's certainly good enough to do it. But there just seems to be a little bit of a, a of an iffy underbelly, if you like. And we had Williamson and Taylor fail yesterday, so suddenly the spotlight goes on those on those to follow. And fortunately, um, two or three guys did dig uh, very deep. But it's a fair point. And it, you, but the, the problem... Now, we sat down and talked about this, a few of us, a couple of weeks ago. And the point is, you look around the domestic scene, name me one player who you would say must be in that test team, has to be in there. Well, you think about guys, and they're all... Thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, with the exception of say Will Young, who I think is a good player from CD and might well be the next cab off the rank, but the, the depth in batting is actually not as deep as sometimes we uh, we like to think it is. So uh, that's something that needs to be sort of needs to be sorted out, and that's why I mean Nichols, they obviously like, and I think he will will make it. I think he's a good player, um, but it's the inconsistency that's the problem. Imagine if imagine if you had him firing the way you know Taylor and Williamson are so you have a 3-4-5 which is looking very strong as a collective unit well we'd be feeling a bit better about things and probably wouldn't be having this conversation hey good season for the Black Caps at home in the test matches which of course naturally enough had Kane Williamson wanting more Lego how do you balance how does New Zealand cricket balance a test match schedule with the requisite interest in this format of the game yeah, well this is where you've got a bit of a problem mate, isn't it? I um, I, I know that hosting a test match is a very expensive business and there is a sort of a financial obligation or duty of NZC to make sure the books get as close to being balanced as possible. That means a lot of limited overs games. as we had 24 from memory on the trot which was a hell of a lot and and you kind of I don't know, there were some good games along the way, no question about that, but you kind of got a bit sort of over it about halfway through and you thought, Chief, there's still 12 more to go of these things. Um, I think that they are having five home tests next summer, so one more than this summer. Um, But it's a difficult difficult balancing act to do. And the other thing that that in my book they must not do is have another test in the South Island in April. Um, Christchurch is the best venue in the country in my book. Uh, But then again, I'm a Cantab, so I suppose I would say that. Of course, uh, it's it's, yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's a top venue. They've got others coming through Blake Park or what do they call it, Bay Oval and Mount Monganui. I, if you wanted to have a little ten dollars, I would put that down as a day night venue next summer against either Sri Lanka or Bangladesh um, because that has the best lights in the country. I'm I'm assured. So it, it's, it's tricky because you're trying to look after the purist, if I can use that term, but you also know you've got to get some uh, get some dollars in the bank. So how you work that around, and also bearing in mind it's what the other countries coming in want to do. They might say, well, we don't want to play tests then, we'll play them then. And New Zealand say, well, we can't do that then because we've got a series of one-dayers there. It's, it's it's not easy, but I think N T C have to be cognizant all the time that they've got to get things right. They can't just say, and I know... I should digress, digressing. I do know next summer will be a lot of ODIs because they're preparing for the World Cup in 2019. So I guess that's something we can, um, we have to accept is going to happen. Yeah, hey, thanks, Johnny, Ligo. Ligo. Thank I appreciate you. your thoughts. Uh, David Leggett, of Brilliant. course, uh, Herald a cricket writer for us on mm. Radio Sport. He's just made the trip back from Christchurch.